0: It can be hard to tell a young person the good news in a world that feels anything but good. Today, we unpack how to come alongside young people as you connect scripture and the gospel to the reality we're all living through.
1: Welcome to the Learning and Community Podcast, where every week we explore resources and ideas to maximize the impact of youth workers across our communities. We're your hosts this week, Josh and Rachel.
0: What up? This week, we're talking about how to connect the good news of the gospel to the circumstances young people and the rest of us are experiencing. So Rachel, how has the good news remained good, even when times have been hard for you?
1: Hmm. I mean, if we're being real with it, Josh, like, uh oh, you know, outside of this pandemic, like we're even experiencing hard things, right? Uh, nationally
0: do, do 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 tell
1: internationally uh, we've got we've got a lot we, there's always like I, I don't know if y'all listen to the the intro podcast but i said yeah, yeah, there's always something to fast for cuz there is <laughs> always there's always something going on yes. something is always happening and Dang, that you know me. F- for <laughs> me right like i know i was like i need to fast this week too <laughs> i I should have been fasted but um <laughs> You know, I I think for all of us, for young people, um, we're holding a lot of different things. We're mm-hmm. holding what's happening in our lives, right? We're holding what's happening in the lives of our family members. And then we're also holding a lot of collective things. And when mm-hmm. we look at scripture, the way that people held collective things, um, especially when in, ti- in hard times was to lament, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to me, that all of that, the holding of hard things is a part of what makes the good news good. Mm. And that's not to overcomplicate things because I believe that I encountered Jesus when he came and he sat in my mess. Mm. Um, so when I was um, a senior in college, a really good friend of mine passed away. Um, and for me, I really wrestled with God. And it was super sudden. She was like 20 years old, had a ton of life ahead of her. And I felt like all of the promises of her life were robbed. Mm. and I was And I was really broken over that. And it didn't, and the good news didn't feel really like good in that moment. Like if somebody were to come to me and be like, but the good (laughs) news said, you know, if 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 someone were to come to me, like I would have been like, I would have had some choice words for that person. You know what I'm saying? And so, but I had this moment with Jesus, you know, and it was a prayer time, like maybe a month later and I'm sitting and and I uh, start to have a, I'm envisioning myself Mm. in the bottom of this well. I never been to a well. I just I'm imagining, it, it was you know, a well. it was okay. deep, it was dark, it was wet. That's all I need to <laughs> know. It's an empty well. So I'm sitting at the bottom <laughs> of this well, and it is deep, it is dark, it is wet, it is cold, and I'm just like weeping. And I had been weeping really often at this point, mm. and so I felt really like what I was experiencing, and I, and I, and I felt super alone in that space, right? And then there's this moment, and it's not this magical thing, but I look to my left and I see Jesus. Mm. And he is in the position I'm in. He's also holding his knees. He's also weeping. And all of a sudden, the good news being good wasn't so much about being rescued and removed from my circumstance, Come on. but it was that Jesus was in my circumstance mm-hmm. with me. And every single moment I think of hardship that I've walked through in my life uh, and collectively um, as a black woman, I have seen how Jesus is with me. Mm -hmm. He's not above me, he is not over top of me, he's not in front of me, he is with me. And that is what has made the good news good. And that's why I feel really confident communicating to kids that are going through tragedy, who have been through more abuse than I could ever fathom, Mm -hmm. the good news of the gospel. I mean, that's just me, though, Josh. What you you got to say? No, 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 no. What you got to add? (laughs) No,
0: because you literally, like, took words out of my mouth because I was thinking the good news is good not because of what Jesus does, but because of just who he is and how he is God with us. Yeah. literally with us. Mm. Um, And that is what makes the good news good. Yeah. Um, Because I think a lot of times we get in the thought of, like, God didn't do this, or God didn't do that, and Mm. God didn't do that. And we completely overlooked that what he is doing is he's being with us and that is truly what we need um he never promised to rescue us out of all of our circumstances but he did say i will be with you so right. he is staying true so that like good news to me right now is that oh god is kind of like you saying god is with me right mm-hmm. now and i think just knowing that like makes it easier to communicate to kids because there are things that God hasn't stopped. Again, not to make this political, but I'm a black man. There's things that God hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. But And it can be hopeless, but to know that God is with me in my yeah. sorrow, in my pain, in my frustration. God is with me in that. That is more comforting than knowing, like, oh, God's going to fix this yeah. right now. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes the good news good. Is like God is with us. Right no matter what like he promised it and he's faithful to his promises so yeah yeah
1: can you describe maybe an experience where you've walked alongside a kid in that Uh, because i know we both have worked with young people that have experienced like so much more than we could ever fathom i think Um, and for the leader that's at home that's like i haven't experienced a lot of hardship i haven't had to hold a lot of pain and suffering how do they begin to connect this, you know, these some of these really hard experiences to the reality of the good news of the gospel in a way that's not uh, demeaning of the experience that this kid has had.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think about a kid that I first met when I first started doing Soul named Kevin. So his story is his dad actually killed his mom when he was seven years old, and so now he's pretty much mm-hmm. an orphan. Lives with grandma, but you know he looks like his dad and. He's living with the grandma of his mom, so just a constant reminder. And I remember one day we went to his mom's gravesite, Mm. and I haven't lost my mom. My mom's still here. Um, I have no idea, like, what his life feels like. Yeah. That's just, no, I can't imagine it. And we're at the gravesite, and, you know, he's talking to the gravesite, and, you know, he's like... All right, asked me to pray, and I'm just you know a little confused. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to pray for right now? Right. Um, but I think the what I could say to the leader was what he said to me was like, just thank you for being here. Mm. Like, and he was like, he, hey, even talked to my mom. said, so like, I know your mom isn't gone, but thank you for just even having the time just to be here mm. and not making me feel like I'm crazy because I'm still grieving. Yeah. Um, and I think. For the least, it is kind of like we said. Jesus just with. Mm-hmm. I didn't give him any answers. I didn't say, well, you know, your mom may be in heaven or hell, and try to spit truth to him, or you should give your life to Jesus just in case. Like that wasn't the yeah. on the agenda. Right. It was just I was just there. I was just there in that moment with him as mm-hmm. he's feeling. I mean, he's a thirteen-year-old boy, and he's looking at his mom's gravesite. Right. And I'm the only person with him, no family. It's the anniversary of her death. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but just me being there, I think, meant so much to him. Mm -hmm. In a moment when there was nobody else. Right. Literally, there was nobody else around. It was just me and him. He had no family. I think a lot of what happens when we go through tough times that we feel like we're by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And to know that the truth of God is with us, I think I was able to be like that tangible, just like, when nobody else is here, Jesus is still going to be here. Mm-hmm. Not giving you answers, not giving you anything else. I'm not giving even giving you a hug. I'm just standing right yeah. next to you. And so I think just being with kids and not having all the answers and not talking.
1: Yeah. And being okay with that <laughs> yeah. in yourself. Like within yourself being okay with this idea that being with is is communicating the Mm -hmm. good news Mm -hmm. to be with is communicating the good news Mm -hmm. and that's what makes it so good yeah is that he doesn't really need us to say anything at all Mm -mm. like we can show up as jesus by just being present presence over program is like my mantra right (laughs) just be present
0: yeah be present and not again it goes back to the pressure like there was no pressure on me like it's not my job to save him that's Mm -hmm. not it like I was just being faithful to what God told me to do, and that was just to be with Him, yeah. and be in that moment. And I don't kick myself over like, man, I should have told him about Jesus. This would have been a perfect opportunity. But I think, like, He showed me how much it meant to Him by Him saying, like, this. Thank you for being here. Yeah, that's, that's all I needed.
1: So, folks, at the end of every episode, you know what's next. It's take three. So we're going to provide three quick takeaways that you can process this week when it comes to connecting the good news to the circumstances that young people are walking through and what it looks like to live that out practically. Um, And so the first thing that I thought of with this topic um, was, number one, we just have to create space to Mm -hmm. see and know what kids are walking through. And we talked about this with deep ministry and building deep relationships is getting to know kids Mm -hmm. really well um, and by asking really good questions and things like that. So a lot of the same tips that you took away from building deeper relationship can be applied in the instance of creating space to know what your kids have walked through. Mm -hmm. Um, And and a really practical way to do that is not just asking good questions, but being intentional with your time. So if you hang out with a kid every week, you don't have to necessarily be like, so what is your deepest, darkest fear? Or, you know, it doesn't have to look like that, (laughs) but it (laughs) can look like you sharing maybe some of your wounds um, and being consistent, like consistently setting a tone Mm -hmm. that you're like, I'm going to be intentional at this time. Like it doesn't have to be weird. It can feel really natural. But when you're willing to take advantage of opportunities to share some of the things that you've walked through, then kids are, I think, more willing to model that and open up in that process. So creating space is the first takeaway um, and then the second takeaway I would say is understanding that those circumstances that kids have walked through, um, you can log them in your mind. And this is this sounds really strategic, and maybe it might sound come across a little weird, but when you know somebody really well, you kind of log in your mind the things that they've walked through, and that frames who that who they are, mm-hmm. right? And to in YFC we have a phrase called doorways, um, and those doorways look like a need that a kid has and that need comes from a wound that they might have experienced so for example if you're working with a kid josh who didn't grow up with a dad um, and he has this father wound he desires deeply to have a father We know that that's a need that he has. Mm -hmm. And that's an easy doorway for God the Father to fit in, right? And so that's something that you might log and come back to at some point. Mm -hmm. And when that kid is really struggling with their dad or with a loss or whatever it might be, and they start to ask you questions about Jesus, you have an easy doorway to say, hey, like... God is a father, and yeah. he sees you, and he knows you, and he loves you, and he wants to be present for you in that way. So understanding kids' uh, wounds is a really important way to introduce them to the good news in like, just a really practical sense.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of a saying of bringing Jesus to their deepest felt need. Yes. Because Jesus can be a, bu- a bunch of everything, but mm-hmm. bring it to their deepest felt need, and that's how, you know. I think that's how Jesus really likes to come into people's life. Like, what do you need? I'm going to be there for you. Yeah. All right. The third one I would say would be to remember. I think, not think, I know we can't give what we don't have. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times just, you know, being a youth worker and walking with Jesus, we can forget the good news unless we tell it to ourselves. And so we have to remember how God has been with us, how mm-hmm. God has been faithful to us. Because when we remember that and hold on to that truth, then we're able to communicate it to a kid in a way that's authentic and is real mm-hmm. and not some canned way. Yeah. Um, but if we don't remember and don't experience Jesus for ourselves, we can't give Him away. Right. So I would say make sure you're remembering like the good news and remembering just how faithful and how true and how God is this a God that is with us. Yeah. Um, when we do that, we set ourselves up to be able to tell somebody else about it.
1: That's so good. Yeah, I, and for practically for me, I'm writing that down. Like I have just started in my journal writing down why is God good? Amen. Because when the world <laughs> when the world feels so heavy yes. and it feels like we're losing sometimes, I need to remember yes. that He is good. Why is
0: he
1: good mm-hmm. and why is he on the throne? Amen. Okay. That's- victory, victory, victory. Let's have to do it last night. Okay, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> oh y'all, thank you so much for joining us. Tuning in to the Learning Community Podcast from Tacoma Area YFC. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and of course on TacomaYFC.org. You'll also find some notes to any resources we referenced in the episode description. Learning and Community is an extension of Tacoma Area Youth for Christ monthly youth leader training and equipping workshops. If you like these, you'll love those. We look forward to seeing you at one this fall.